Welcome back to another fantastic, fun-filled adventure with your captain of It Could Be Worse. So, I first would like to say a happy belated Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Uh, You are often the unsung heroes of these military stories. (laughs) Keeping us sane when little else does. So... This week, I had a chance to uh, send my my mother a cameo uh, with Stacy 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 Dash. Yes, Stacy Dash, the actress from Clueless. So I spent a couple dollars and uh, let's see, splurging maybe, uh, but I'll talk about budgeting and stuff later. But anyway, so I got this cameo. It's cameo.com for any of you who are interested you know feel free to sponsor me cameo so I got the uh, I booked Stacy Dash to do a nice little recording for my mother for uh, happy Mother's Day and I think it turned out really well she gave me a nice shout out at the end too so who knows if I have more money I might up the fame uh, even higher get Stacy did Stacy Dash to you know surprise someone else in my family or you know um yeah who knows get uh, what what's his name that guy who played uh oh man get shorty or whatever uh anyway I don't remember his name real high pitched uh Corky Romano, the actor who played Corky Romano. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. He was on there, and I was thinking about getting getting him to do it. It's like a McCon or something like that. Anyway. Uh, so, Cameo has all these different uh, famous actors, musicians, and even pro wrestlers. So, I might go back and use their services later if I have more money. But, uh, yeah, so once again, happy Mother's Day to you mothers out there. Um, now for, uh, for a brief journey with me through this week, uh, I had the awesome chance to attend the first term airman course. So for any of the new airmen who join the U.S. Air Force, once they get to their first duty station, it is a requirement of the service to attend a first-term airman course. So the primary purpose, as it's been explained to me, is to inform uh, young airmen of, let's say, common pitfalls, what is available to you resource-wise. Yeah, and a general discussion amongst, uh, you know, uh, amongst peers at, at the junior enlisted level with some networking also that's certainly what I hoped to do uh, throughout the class so fortunately for me and any of you who are familiar with uh, the military classroom setting particularly the Air Force I suppose they nominate a class leader uh, well in, in some instances they nominate a class leader in others it's pre-selected by not pre-selected but it is selected by uh, the sergeants who are running the course. Uh, so for me, because of my 
I was about to say advanced age, but <laughs> that never sounds good. But hey, it can always be worse. So they selected me for class leader. Um, uh, my sergeant believed that I had the, the right stuff to do the job well, and I wasn't going to tell him that I'd done it sev- mm, say several times before, but a number of times before uh, already in my military career. So hopefully this this is a good theme for me. Uh, and unfortunately, I did not get any recognition for taking on the extra responsibility. I suppose it was just expected. So, yeah. Que sera, sera, as they say in France. So, yeah, so I was made class leader. And uh, one quick funny story about that is one of the gentlemen from my my class, um, you know, we always see our classmates only in, in OCPs, uh, which is our, you know, our occupational uniform uh, in the military now. So I saw him at the gym and, uh, you know, I had my weight belt on, I had my wrist straps, you know, I, I was, I was, I was looking jacked, I would say, you know, if, if I can say that about myself and be so bold, but I put six months of hard work in, or no, even longer than that, uh, eight months of hard work in on myself physically these last couple months, and I, I feel like I've made good progress. And so, uh, you know, you do this thing in the gym where you see somebody you know, but you don't know really well. They're just like acquaintances. You like, you're not even that necessarily, you just kind of, you know of them, but you don't really know them well. So I did one of those like head nods and, you know, kind of, kind of looked at me and was like, oh yeah, you know, what's up, you know? And so we just had a quick conversation and, uh, I didn't think of anything about it. You know, I thought he just, he just knew where I, you know, he just knew who I was from class, but he came back to me later as I'm doing the, um, uh, the exercise that requires you to, um, what is it? Power shrugs. That's what I was doing. And I was doing, I was doing a good bit. I was, uh, it was like 500 pounds, I think for that one, probably. And I think that's an exercise a lot of people can, can go heavy on. But anyway, that being aside, uh, so he came back to me. He's like, Oh yeah, man. You know, I, I, I totally didn't even know it was you. I, I saw you and I, uh, yeah, I didn't recognize you. you look so different from your, uh, from what you wear, you know, how you wear your uniform, you know, you're yoked, man. And that, <laughs> that's another thing. I was talking to my, uh, to my younger cousin, you know, still, still in high school. And she said, yoked, <laughs> that doesn't sound good. You know, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just a regional thing, you know? Much like, I guess, y'all is a southern thing, and, you know, yo would be, like, a northern thing, sort of, you know. But, um, yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was, I took it as a compliment, and I will continue to take it as a compliment. But, uh, that was, that was a good time. And then, he, you know, uh, and it felt good to get, get a compliment, you know. You get complimented on your hard work. thought that was kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. His actual words were, "Yeah, you're yoked, bro." 
but let's take a look. We're going to change gears now. We're going to take a look at some funny stories uh, that I happen to see along my uh, my trip through Reddit once again. I, I'm going to try to get original funny stories, uh, and I might just talk to some people that, that I know here and maybe get some but it seems to be like a lot of military humor focuses around basic training. Uh, and in my opinion for that, psychologically speaking, it makes sense because during periods of intense or heightened stress levels, your brain, well, and this goes both ways. Your brain has the capacity to remember highly stressful things with I don't want to say perfect clarity, but but with a, a higher level of um, uh, to a higher degree than you know just in normal situations. Uh, and conversely, if you get into a stressful moment, you know you feel like everything just like you just forget everything in that moment. I'm not saying later, but you know I feel like there's there's two two heads of that coin. But anyway, uh, I I feel like I want to get more active like like fully operational funny stories and i know i did some last last episode but i I hope to get a lot more a lot more on this show but this story comes from kisanth 05 uh and this is about uh looks three years old from what it says but funny stories are still funny stories So, during marching training, my flight couldn't quite get the cadence down. So, our TI thought it would be fixed by having us move like cows, quote-unquote, since we were incapable of walking. So we moved for five miles of slow marching past all of the other flights, active duty, etc. In hindsight, the most hilarious thing ever, right? LMAO. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and somebody commented L-M-O-O Lmu I think that is <sighs> It's so hard to laugh at But at the same time it's so easy Because once you go through military Boot camp You just <sighs> you, <laughs> you put yourself Back into the shoes The boots The, the sneakers of the people who came through Before you and are currently going through and you just you shudder it's just like man i can't believe that happened to you guys that's that is truly unfortunate but at the same time these are memories that you take with you and it's just it's shared trauma and in the back of my hat and i might just post this as the as the thumbnail for for this episode embrace the suck you know we don't we don't talk about that necessarily too much in the air force because Obviously, we're the ones that build the golf course, you know, once the, the Marines, you know, uh, go in and destroy everything. Uh, the Army builds the, <laughs> builds the clubhouse and, you know, we just, uh, we make sure the greens are upkept sort of deal. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it just says embrace the suck. And honestly, it's one of those things that you just have to laugh at. You know, you have to laugh at all the, the bad things that happen to you. And yeah, it sucks, but you embrace it. So that's that's why it helps to remind me of that, even when those 
those moments of total suckage. So let me let me find another one here. There's one that I was looking at. Um, I think it it might be right here. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Uh Okay. Let's see. So this one is a inter uh I guess intermilitary story. Uh and, and since I'm interested in OTS, I'm just gonna read it so I can, you know, get the full flavor here. So U USAF OTS. This one comes from um uh, Aki, Aka, aka Richard. I almost said Aka Richard. This is also uh, a little bit old, but we had a phantom blanker, another word for crapper, starts with SH. Sunday mornings were on our time a week to sleep on. Excuse me. Sunday mornings were our time. I don't think this is written, written in English well. We had to get up for a head count that then could go back to sleep. It was three to a room. Each room had its own bathroom. The Phantom Blanker liked to sneak into people's rooms Sunday morning, take a massive crap, and leave without flushing. Room would always reek for a while, even though he spelled it W-R-E-A-K. Tragic, actually. This is O-T-S. Turned out to be a former Marine in my flight. He thought it would be pretty darn funny. I had one OT that was very likable, like likable guy, but just constantly made mistakes. Logic just wasn't his best ability. Him and a fellow OT were talking while leaving a building, and the other OT didn't put her cover on. A bit caught up in the conversation, when they reached the dormitory, she realized it wasn't on her head and asked why he didn't tell. She could have gotten in serious blank if caught. It was a 300-yard, 300-yard walk through the middle of campus. His response was he didn't want to interrupt her story. Had one OT stand up, had one OT stood up in the middle of our entire class and asked the OTS commander for extra blankets because he was sleeping on the floor so his bed wouldn't get messed up. That did not go over well. We were trained that we couldn't wake up before 445, 0445. OTS manual made that clear. Early on in training, we did a blue line ceremony for this we were awakened earlier than normal. One room didn't respond to their door locked. It didn't respond to the door. The door was locked. After finally getting a key and opening it, there's two OTS fully dressed. They didn't answer the door because they thought it was a trick, but then couldn't explain if they thought it was a trick why they were awake and dressed. Edit. Forgot about this one. Our upper class had a scandal that ended up getting investigations getting investigated during our mock deployment week. We had paintball guns, pretty much main rule was no shooting people within something like 10 yards. You got dropped off maybe a mile from camp and we have to hike there while coming across enemies shooting at you. Instructors were enemies hiding in the woods. They captured an OT and were calling for others to rescue them. When nobody came, they executed the OT from point blank. OT got some wicked bruises. Some other the OTs took the took that act personal. They were former Marines and other infantry. Instructors violated engagement rules and hurt an OT. Result was all was about all-out mutiny and every even shooting instructors 
through the windows while they were in their car. Didn't know end result, just know some of the instructors were suspended, <laughs> suspended for pending investigation. Oh, oh, oh man. Uh, two things. There is one thing that you don't do, and that is strike an instructor. I'm sure that everyone who's listening to this is probably familiar with that theory. You don't hit instructors. Now, at the same time, instructors really aren't supposed to hit you either. This is, you know, this is the new military, and we don't we don't do it like that anymore. And the second thing is, I totally get this the story about wanting to follow instructions to a T. I totally get it for the guys who are staying, you know, fully prepared in their uniform but didn't want to like answer the door i get it but at the same time you know if you knock and announce yourself you know like anybody who's done cq you know knock 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 cq open up or something like that like the person who identifies themselves would uh, make it clear what their intentions were and why they needed the door open um at the same time though basic training even in the scenario of OTS you're kind of sus on you know why you should open that door you know you don't really you know it's it's a high it's a very intense um it's a very intense time for the individual very tense time I should say so I could see why in that scenario it would be less likely for them to open the door. But I don't know. The ending of that, pretty, pretty freaking funny. Oh man, I wish I I wish at the end of my life, when I when I go to 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 heaven or or whatever, wherever the good Lord decides to send me, I just wish I could sit down with an infinite amount of time and watch all of these scenarios play out live. Or, I mean, not live necessarily, but just like, just be able to play through them and see what happened. Ah, that would be amazing. Ugh. Hopefully you guys liked that one. If you guys did, let me know and I'll try to find more, more of those uh, style of stories. Um, I might, let me see if I can find one more good one. Let's see. I, I just because the last one, the ending was so good. I, I might just, uh. I just give you guys one more. No dead air here. And if you guys, if any any officers are listening to this, you know, feel free to um, give me any uh, feedback you guys might have about your your experience from OTS, or um, if you have any suggestions or. Uh, anything like that any good places to go uh this one's just gonna be random here so i'm just gonna read this one and see what happens it says <laughs> so this one comes from lock um l-a-k-k a dude misplaced his soap so while we were winding down for the day before lights out this man came out in his towel and was tripping at was tripping at the whole bay accusing people of stealing his soap mind you there was a strict clothes on policy unless you were in his chain in the changing area and we were both scared of the drills so here we are trying to calm this down the scrawny blank dude sitting on the trash can losing his mind over soap one of my favorite stories 
Our drill sergeant made us toe the line at 09. He walked up and down saying nothing and turned off the lights as he, as he left saying, get in bed. Not five seconds after that, another drill sergeant bust in, th- in the other door, flipping blank as to why people weren't in bed yet. We were all mid-tuck into, the sh- into our sheets. We made all the walls, we made the walls sweat that night. The best part of the story is that they did the exact same thing to the pl- platoon below us the very next night, and we heard all of it. Imagine a platoon full of dudes playing dead in their beds, trying to muffle their laughter through the darkness of, in the bay. Oh, gosh. And, and this, and again, this, this goes right back to shared trauma, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, oh, gosh. I, I feel bad for those people who get lit up. I really do. And, and to, to give my own little story on this, we, uh, I was forming my, um, my little squad up to march them back to class from the DFAC. And uh, while we were getting formed up, apparently there was an army. Uh, uh, there's ar- an army platoon that was getting smoked, just getting reamed by uh, one of their sergeants. And so I have no idea what's going on. Some of my guys are out there ready to get formed up, uh, and I guess they were just, you know, they had just gotten out there and you're just kind of watching what happened. Um. And so we form up and we start marching and, you know, halfway, halfway to class, which is, you know, we have to march through the flight line, uh, in the designated area for us. Halfway through that, we were stopped by the, the flight chief and, uh, one of the sergeants from that platoon over there. And then, you know, he stops us and he says, he says, well, you know, I want you to look down at your chest. I want you to read to me what that patch says, or that I want you to read to what that says. And so we we look down, and you know we say you know U.S. Air Force, and he goes, no, it says us. That, I, you know, <laughs> quick pause on that. I the, why is that? I mean, I get it. I get it. Why it's like it's the whole us thing. It's it's a convenient way to say everybody's together. But uh, <laughs> it's the first time I'd, I'd heard that. But uh, I don't know why it's just funny to me, you know, because we're all different branches and stuff like that. But one mission, one fight sort of deal. But uh, anyway, so he's like, you know, you guys were just, uh, you know, I want to know if you were the guys that were laughing at the guys getting smoked, you know, because nobody likes getting laughed at, you know. And some of my guys were like, we don't even know what happened. We just literally stepped out there, you know, help us out here we like maybe you could just even tell us what happened but you know uh and so they were like all right well you know obviously you know you guys weren't involved i just saw you guys so you know like saw you guys out there i'm like well you know, what is it guilty by association in that moment but we didn't we really didn't do anything but thankfully you know we didn't get smoked which was kind of which was kind of nice but they were like yeah just remember you wear the uniform you know you're representing you know you know not only you guys and you know but the air force and the military as a whole so you know gotta gotta maintain professionalism i was like all right you know yes sir but uh yeah anyway that's that was just a quick funny story but maybe not funny but looking back on it it's just i just remember it being cold as cold as all get out 
But uh, yeah, so that's just, you know, some funny stories for the episode today. Uh, Obviously, if you guys have anything you'd like to share or uh, would like me to read, please do share those with me. Um, You know, you can find me on, uh, you know, I'm sure you can message me on here. I don't know how to do it necessarily, but, uh, you know, uh, definitely let me know. Or if you have your own funny stories that you'd like to submit, definitely uh, send me those. Uh, So... Now it's going to be time for military news. So I saw some interesting things that are coming up on military.com today. So I'm just going to read off some of these headlines that I think are the most interesting. And uh, we'll go from there. So Marines sank a moving ship when they fired a Navy missile from a drone truck. Interesting. Yeah, there's uh, technology these days is it we are moving quickly away from traditional you know hand-to-hand combat we're, we're moving towards a uh, I feel like it's more like a logistical battlefield in terms of like I can hit you like back in the back in back in ancient times I could hit you with a you know let's say a 15 foot spear I could hit you with that you know 15 20 even 30 foot spear I could I could hit you from 30 feet out you know if I had you know and progressing even even a little farther down the line I could hit you at you know like 50 yards with uh you know with a bow and arrow even farther than that longbow that sort of thing uh, even farther than that, you know, I have, you know, trebuchets that can hit you from, you know, miles out. Um, you know, even, you know, even farther into, you know, current day, I can hit you from across the world. So let that one sink in. And, you know, this, uh, it's really made it possible, technology has, within the last 200 years. So the question is now, how do we fight these modern, modern battles? And it's not going to be with, you know, these guys standing in front of each other just going toe to toe. It's going to be, you know, highly sophisticated weapons that are, that are going to be fighting these wars now. And uh, so with that being said, I'm going to look more into that one. Uh, so next, Senate poised to deliver gigantic bill covering 11 military toxic exposure illnesses. I think this is huge for the military because uh, sometimes we have to fight for, you know, the, uh, I don't say fight, but we have to, to make sure that that people are aware of, of things that happen to military individuals. Um, and, I'm, and I'm happy that, that those who have, you know, have contracted illnesses that need extra care uh, and to get it recognized by the VA, for example. Uh, I, I certainly appreciate the hard work that went into that and, and those senators obviously um, being on the side of veterans is, is, is huge. And uh, next, active duty Marine Major arrested after allegedly pushing, pushing police officer in Capitol riot. Wow, that is, uh, that's, that's not good. Uh, it, being associated with that, that Capitol riot in any way, shape, or form is not a good thing. If your name is, is tied to that, it's pretty toxic at, at the current time. Uh, 
so I, I'm going to be curious to see what happens with that one. Uh, let's, let's dive into that one a little bit here. Uh, let's see. U.S. Marine Major Christopher Warnagris interacts with French Navy officer in the embarkation of the 15th Marine Expeditionary Unit. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Let's picture. 40-year-old active Marine News arrested Thursday after federal agents said he violently broke into the U.S. Capitol during... Ooh, this is... Ooh. Major Christopher of Woodbridge, Virginia. Wow, I know exactly where that is. Uh, obstruction of law enforcement during civil disorder and obstruction of justice, among other charges. Uh, Major J. Hernandez, Marine spokesman at Pentagon, is active duty as artillery officer, is currently assigned to the Marine Air Ground Force Task. He served since 2002, previously deployed. Interesting. He was caught on camera. Okay, he's definitely done. He's definitely done. As a, a police officer tried to position himself between the Marine and people outside, but Warnergris allegedly pushed the door open further. The police officer tried to push Warnergris out of the way. Marine allegedly responded to, by pushing the police officer back to maintain his position in the open door. A struggle between... Uh, footage of Warnergris. Yep. Yep, as soon as I saw footage, yep, game over. Like they got you on camera. That's that's government owned footage right there. I which they can pull whenever they want. So I'm pretty sure this uh, this individual's career will be severely impacted by his actions that day. I know tensions are running high in the country, but you have to remember duty duty first. Their duty comes first. Service before self is what they they always tell us here. And uh, it's just. You know, we are called to a higher, a higher existence, <laughs> uh, not to put it in ethereal terms here, but we are, we're called to be the face of the, the United States in some, some certain situations. Um, so that, and being at the, and having your face on that Capitol riot footage is not a good look. Oof. Big ouch. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see what comes out of that one, but I doubt they're gonna they're gonna publicize that one too much, aside from you know that. So, uh, oh, but this is a good one. Visitors may need proof of COVID vaccination to attend Air Force basic training graduations. Not a can't say I didn't see that one coming, but it's it's really nice for for uh, people getting out of boot camp. Uh, you know, to be able to have their families there to celebrate such a momentous occasion. Just another sign that hopefully we're getting back to normal because I didn't have to, I didn't get to have my family there. And I had an uncle who lived in San Antonio, who lives currently in San Antonio, and he couldn't even come. So it's, it's, it's a super bummer. And unfortunately, we can't get that back. We can't, we can't get not having our families there. We can't get not having rap program know etc etc so many things that we lost out on as a result of covid and you know unfortunately you know the, the military is one of those beasts that just keeps grinding on you know just you know oh well sorry needs of the service you know you just 
and I have no problem with that. You know, I'm, again, I, I thank the Air Force for, for giving me the opportunity to be here in this amazing place um, and doing something interesting and being able to, to serve and, and hopefully lead more people in the future. So, uh, And the last story that I'm going to read for today is, uh, you know, Russian Admiral frets over uh, provocative NATO drills. Interesting. So, top Russian admiral complained Thursday about increased NATO activity near the country's borders. The commander of Russia's northern fleet, Admiral Alexander Mosayev, said the NATO Navy ship's presence in the Barren Sea and Norwegian Sea have reached levels unseen since World War II. Speaking in reporters on the Norwegian I'm pretty sure I know how the rest of this article is going to go without having to read all of it. Um, so I read a book that, that some of you may consider interesting. It's called um, Russia's Military Revival. Very good book. Uh, and I believe I'm reading another one by the same author. Uh, it's about China's coming war with Asia. So uh, basically the book posits the, the theory that uh, Russia cares more about them having a seat at the table than, you know, than having any kind of beef with the U.S. You know, it's just, it's just been about, for them, it's just been about making sure that their voice is heard on the, on the world stage, you know. Now, as far as the book goes, you know, they could be right, um, you know, but uh, the country, you know, may have, have different plans going forward into the future. I don't know, but uh, the, it was an academic book, um, multiple sources, a knowledgeable individual, um, and yeah, you just never know. Some countries, you know, just like people, can have their uh, their uh, agendas hidden. But uh, yeah, essentially, in this story, this article, Russia has a problem with the U.S. being so close. Hence why, you know, in that same book I referred to earlier, uh, you know, with the issue of Crimea, the annexation of Crimea, and, you know, because, you know, the Ukraine was in conversations to join NATO and the, you know, uh, the alliance, the uh, trade alliance, they kind of knew that, um, you know, Ukraine was... was pretty friendly with the U.S., and Russia really did not want the U.S. being right at that border, so they had to force the annexation in order to ensure the, you know, their, you know that America wasn't right at their back door, I guess, or, you know, front door, depending on how you look at it, so interesting stuff, but with that being said, uh, I'm just going to wrap it up. Uh, there was with the last topic and then I'll, I'll call it here you know um so in class we uh we they told us about you know these this rap sheet of uh people getting you know article 15s and getting bested busted back for for breaking curfew um out here you know being in a foreign country uh it's a big deal because you know we are uh, guests here uh, on the island and representatives of, uh, you know, the U.S. So, you know, we need to uphold high standards. And uh, unfortunately, people who were here before us did not. 
so they made a lot of problems for the local populace, um, whether perceived or otherwise. Um, and so, if you know, having a zero, uh, having a, a certain curfew time, uh, that you know, for us, if you break that, that you are breaking or defying a general order. So that means that somebody gets in a lot of trouble. can't really run and hide because like they know who's out and there should be no one out past a certain time so you 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 can't uh you can't run from from the records boys i'll just say that but yeah hearing some of those stories about like you know people in my position getting busted back to to you know the first pay grade you know the very bottom 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 pay rate I just, it it, it kind of puts perspective. Like, I don't want that to happen to me. So you know, and and uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say what what exactly these, some of these charges were and everything. I'm I'm sure it's it's public record, so you guys can access that if you really want to. But it's enough for people in my position to just take a pause and just be like wow you know i i you know i'm gonna i'm gonna keep my nose clean i'm gonna just do what i gotta do and and keep it moving and hopefully get a pay raise you know get get bumped up to to the next uh next level which is senior airman for me i'm trying to shoot for btz so you know hopefully this is gonna work folks but uh yeah so with that being said uh you know it could be worse i could be i could be that you know that dba that just you know breaks curfew you know does x y and z and just does it wrong yeah or i could just be a marine and (laughs) i tell you what i visited their barracks and all i have to say is that thankfully i'm in the air force and it could be worse so that'll do it for me ladies and gents if you have any funny stories or any positive or you know constructive criticism you'd like to to send my way i'd be happy to listen so thank you very much and just remember it could always be worse all right thank you very much for joining me today